Hare Krishna. Okay, I've got a question here from Jesta Devidasi. She says, how does Vivek Shakti work? Why, despite sincere efforts and study of scripture, the ability to distinguish does not appear? For example, we can't outwardly distinguish a sinner from a righteous person. Uh, just uh, for devotees' information, uh, Vivek uh, means discrimination. So the able, the ability to distinguish things from each other, and of course, there's an unlimited number of things. So one aspect uh, of this is the modes of material nature. You more or less can say that someone who's in the mode of ignorance can't distinguish anything from anything. So, you know, hogs eat stool. They, they don't know this is not this is not the right type of uh, thing. Uh, and in that mode of uh, ignorance, there are there may be different degrees of that mode of ignorance. More or less discrimination just happens by uh, real experience. That's the only way that one acquires uh, some. So just like a child, you know, plays with the fire and his parents say, don't do it. When he sticks his finger in the fire, now he's got experience. Now he knows this is not something I'm going to do in the future. So then in the mode of passion, you've got people who actually have a certain level of intelligence, but they're always contaminated by uh, desire for results and sense enjoyment. So even if uh, they can perceive something, usually it's what's good for my sense enjoyment uh, and uh, what's, uh, what's going to give me the result that I want. And uh, these are the uh, people who are in the mode of passion. Again, there are uh, different uh, degrees of that. So their ability to really uh, discriminate is better than those in the mode of ignorance, uh, but still uh, not able to really understand what's what. Then there are the uh, devotees in the mode of goodness. Now, Satram Sanjayati Gyanam. So Krishna says, well, also when all the gates of the body uh, are illuminated with knowledge, so you see things as they are, you hear things as they are, uh, so one can actually analyze uh, if one has the time, but that doesn't still doesn't make somebody all-knowing. It doesn't mean that I can actually perceive uh, and understand uh, what's the going on inside a person. Perhaps because I know what's proper conduct, what's proper speech, what's proper uh, way of eating, and so many other things. I can see whether someone is actually a, by their action, a good person or not, but not because I have some type of internal uh, vision. So still someone is uh, under the influence of the mode of goodness and in the uh, mode of goodness, although it's the best mode, still the uh, there's desire there. There's a di- desire for spiritual development, and one can also become uh, complacent uh, in uh, in that mode. 
So beyond that, one comes to the transcendental platform, uh, and that uh, as a bhava bhakta, which we start in a level of transcendence, it means that sagunan samati taitan, brahma bhuvyaya kalpati, one is no longer under the influence of the modes of material nature, one is now above the modes of material nature. So while material nature can't touch such a person, uh, but Nonetheless, that doesn't make him all-knowing. Uh, number one, he's under the influence of Yogamaya, and that Yogamaya may act in many different ways. In fact, it may act just like Mahamaya, because ultimately the Mahamaya is uh, a uh, expansion or a form of Yogamaya. So uh, the uh, person who's attained the stage of bhava, they are free from the four defects uh, of a living entity. They don't make mistakes, they're not an illusion, they don't cheat, uh, and they don't have imperfect senses. So their position is very good, it's very solid, but nonetheless, uh, they're, not, they're not God. So, uh, despite the fact that uh, they're transcendentally advanced, and then next comes the uh, prema bhakta, uh, who knows, uh, whose vision and perspective uh, is uh, even more illuminated uh, by the influence of developed love of God. But still, we see, for instance, in the example of Srila Prabhupada, Srila Prabhupada was very you know, uh, uh, surprised by some of the things uh, devotees did. In other words, he did not know. Uh, he started off, for instance, uh, by uh, with the idea that devotees were going to become, you know, if they chanted uh, 64 rounds, or then later even 16 rounds, then within a couple of years they became pure devotees. Later on, Srila Prabhupada found out, well, that's not necessarily the case. So then he started to emphasize uh, Varnashram as the means for which devotees would attain uh, a pure devotion. So here is an example of something that uh, Prabhupada came to know uh, later on. Uh, similarly, Prabhupada sat on the... Uh, subway in New York and just went back and forth and back and forth just to study people and study how they how they behaved, how they conducted themselves. So Prabhupada didn't automatically know, just because he's a pure devotee, uh, he uh, learned, he used his intelligence in order to learn and in order to be able to, you know, make some judgment calls. For instance, when one devotee um, in Mayapur, brought in his father, and uh, they were residents of uh, Mayapur, and uh, Prabhupada talked to the father, and uh, then they left. When they left, Prabhupada said, he says, uh, this boy is stealing. And he said, Prabhupada, why do you say that? says, because this person had come to me before, he was always very poor and in cotton cloth, 
Now he's wearing silk cloth, which is very expensive. So where did he get it? So, so here we have a, an example where Srila Prabhupada, by dint of some external symptom, uh, he was able to make a judgment call that the person wasn't what he seemed to be. So these are uh, things that go on, and of course it, it goes further into Krishna's associates and Krishna himself. So we see that uh, in certain pastimes or leelas, Krishna becomes bewildered. So Krishna walks into Agasura's mouth. When the fire starts consuming the forest, Krishna, you know, for a moment bewildered. He doesn't know what to do. And there are other examples uh, like that. Uh, when Sita Devi uh, was carried away, and Lord Ramachandra started lamenting. Shukadeva Goswami says that uh, he uh, accepted this role of an ordinary person just to show how miserable material attachment is, material attachment in family life. Uh, so uh, even Krishna uh, comes under the influence of his uh, internal potency and therefore, it's very hard to say, you know, uh, Vivek Shakti works in different ways. Uh, and uh, this idea to be able to uh, discriminate and to know Krishna is all-knowing. Lord Brahma is all-knowing. Lord Shiva is all-knowing. And yet, for instance, in the Hiranyakashipu Prahlad Maharaj adventure, at the end, Lord Nishingadev tells uh, 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 Lord Brahma, he says, you got to stop giving benedictions and blessings to these demons uh, and knowing that they are going to cause problems. Same thing happened with that Britasura. Uh, Lord Shiva gave him the benediction that, you know, whoever uh, touches, uh, whoever's head he touches, that uh, they're going to uh, uh, die. So the Lord also says, why do you do this? Because ultimately, that person turned on Lord Shiva. He wanted to touch, started chasing Lord Shiva and wanted to touch Lord Shiva's head. Uh, and finally, Krishna had to come uh, in disguise uh, and help. So why didn't Lord Shiva have the discrimination to know what is this rascal like and what is the kind of uh, chaos that he's going to cause. Don't give him that type of benediction. So when it's, you know, these things happen with such advanced uh, personalities, then uh, then who are we? But certainly uh, if we uh, cultivate transcendental knowledge, that will be the uh, best way for us to learn how to, to make discrimination. Hare Krishna. Okay.